Hello troops, Tom O'Hare. Before we kick off this latest episode of the Granite Zero podcast, I'd like to bring you Combat Fuel. Combat Fuel is a sports supplement company. It gives you brilliant protein, brilliant pre-workout, whatever you can think of. But not only that, they are veteran-owned and veteran-run and give their proceeds to charity. So check out Combat Fuel and put in the promo code WARRIOR15 at checkout and get yourself 15% off. If you like good coffee, you like your veterans, go and see the Dead Mammoth Coffee Company. Now what makes them different is they roast to order and they grind the beans down specifically to your tastes. So get amongst that. And if you put in the promo code SPUD10 at checkout, get yourself 10% off. You're welcome. If you suffer from depression, anxiety, PTSD, eating disorder, sleep disorder, pain, inflammation of the joints, tendons, muscles, and think, what can I possibly do? Get yourself CBD oil. And the best out there, the best in Britain, is the one and only Infusion CBD. Check them out. So joining me today on this week's episode of the Granite Zero podcast is the one and only Phil Turner. Phil Turner is a BAFTA-nominated director that was part of the likes of SAS Who Dares Wins, the new Tyson Fury documentary, Ambulance, Skint Britain, etc., etc. The list goes on. So, without further ado, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Phil Turner. sound a lot clearer now so that's better yeah <laughs> to be fair so do you I could hear you alright but then you started going all robotronic on me yeah so. proper robot mate proper robot yeah well I can see I can see this man cave you've got here now it looks absolutely immense it yeah, looks so good my, um, my brother described it bearing in mind he ne- he's never served but obviously um, seen photos of me away on tour and things like that he said that this is how he sort of imagines what like a fog would be like with the yeah, flag yeah, yeah. up and, and what have you yeah. but um 100 yeah 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 this is um <laughs> what i named the shedio because this is my shed slash studio which is quite funny because um <laughs> so anytime my missus wants to get rid of anything in the house it's like yeah. can i put it in the shed it's like no you can't there's no room <laughs> it's like can, can you put your bike in the shed no Stay outside and I'll lock it up. It's fine. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. For for those that are listening and now watching, because I'm cool like that, we've done about a good 10, 15 minutes there of of chatting away. Um, We were discussing the fact that my daughters are being pain in the asses tonight. Uh, Phil's um, little rascal (laughs) is still running around somewhere. <laughs> but one night we were supposed to be in bed early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's, 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 it's always the way. It's always the way with uh, with the podcast as well. Um, unfortunately, my my brother is usually does the show with us. We do it as a three way. He's in um, Hereford. Uh, I'm not sure where you are at the moment. I'm in Huddersfield in West Yorkshire. He's up north, isn't he? Um, I'm and I'm, I couldn't be further away from either of you. I'm in Kent. So um, <laughs> yeah, this is why I this is why I like format that I use for the podcast because I can get guests like yourself on. Yeah. yeah. Um, last night I had um, a guest, uh, Rob Ingram, who does McDojo Life, who right. basically goes and um, confronts fake martial artists and things like that. He's genuinely one of the best guests I've had on. But he's, he's, really? in, he's in Florida, so I've got, you know... I'm able to uh, connect with all sorts of people, and it's awesome. just it's, it's just it's just grown from strength to strength. And I say it pretty much every episode. My avid listeners are probably going, "Tomo, you're boring now, mate." But from what it started <laughs> as me sat in the shed on my own talking to myself, basically, to um, get myself out of this rut that I was in, my depression that hit me. Uh, quite hard and I was stuck basically and yeah. um, I was saying to uh, Rob yesterday how um, finding a new passion and something that I actually look forward to doing has um, fucking taken me out of this fucking rut I'm back to almost my normal self I'm still um, as the girls call them taking my happy pills um, yeah, 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 yeah. but I, I'm, on, I'm on the way up and now I get to interview BAFTA nominating directors Hundred <laughs> percent, yes. Here we are. Thank you. Here we are. <laughs> That's yeah. Um, we should have won. No, I'm kidding. No, it was yeah. I mean, it's like I said, it's an honour to, to, to speak to you, you know. And it was, I was sort of surprised when you asked me if I wanted to come on because I thought, well, what can I, what can I kind of offer to 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 you to your show? Um, but you know, I'm I'm honoured anyway to 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 speak to you and stuff. So yeah, thank you. Do you know what I? I it's refreshing to hear things like that. Um, just, just shows how down to earth you are. Because you're actually a fucking top quality director. You're doing things like SAS Who Dares Wins, fucking yeah. Ambulance. Uh, yeah. Was it Skin, Skin Britain or something like that you did as well? Skin, Skin Britain, Benefit Street. I've got um, a film about Tyson Fury coming on next Thursday on ITV. You know, I, I just saw the advert for that. I didn't realise you were... I, I saw the photo of you with uh, Tyson. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've yeah. that on, on, on the gram. But, um, yeah, yeah. So that, that's... That I'm was looking forward to that. Yeah, mate. I mean, uh, again, mental health discussed quite a lot in it. And um, an incredible man, incredible spokesperson for mental health because he's been through it and he's seen the other side, you know what I mean? And he's, he's yeah. come back from the brink himself. He's been at the top of the world and he's been at the very, very bottom of the world. So he's yeah, an incredible... Yes, Incredible person still. I, 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 I have him up there as on on a on a huge pedestal. Me. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, just because I'm a I'm a I'm a big boxing fan anyway, and I just think he's yeah, yes, yeah. a fucking brilliant. We just we just uh, just doing all these different things and helping me out now. But my um coming up coming on to my small little podcast that I've got. It's just, it's just and brilliant. It's and, um, and 
a lot of people ask me recently, they've been like, how do you get these people onto your podcast? And I'm like, well, I asked them. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? I went, well, as you, as you, as you, most people do with, with hot chicks and things like that, I slide into their DMs and say, do you want to come on my show? What, what's the worst that they can do is either say no or just ignore it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I think the worst, the worst thing that people can do is leave you on scene and then just ignore this oh, yeah, and then yeah. just leave it. And I think that's so rude. But, <laughs> you know, such is the yeah. such is the world, isn't it? At least have a conversation with the person. It just, just is is what it is these days. It is what um, it is. <laughs> yeah. So here's a question that I was going to ask you. So yeah. I've, I've noticed the uh, the main the main guys of SN two days wins at the minute are um, at a secret location doing something. Is yes, that for the British audience or is it for, for someone else? Or aren't you allowed to say? Um, I think I'm allowed to say. As far as, I, as, far as I'm aware, it's for, um, it's for Australian television, as far as I'm ah. aware. So, so I think there's another series going to be made um, for the Australian uh, networks. And, um, and I think oh, they're course. down there. They've got, they've got very similar, haven't they? They've got they've got an SAS over there, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. So so I think that's what the I think that's what the, the thing is. Um, so yeah. So I mean that would be hugely I think it's hugely exciting anyway because the the amazing thing about RSS um, is obviously it's sold around the world. So people from all over the world do actually watch the show and and we do do sort of get messages from all around the world. I mean especially obviously the the main guys Ant and Billy Ollie uh, now Jay. Um, and Foxy, um, so I think it's brilliant that the format's been able to be sold and replicated around the world, yeah, and I guess they're down there to sort of make sure that it's as authentic as it possibly can be. So yeah, yeah hopefully I'll get, uh, get a phone call to go down there myself and have a have a play uh, with the cameras. Uh, in a <laughs> I've asked Billy already. Get amongst it. It's, yeah, um, I, I put it's, my name forward, but it's a, I mean it's a long way to go, but still it would be awesome. It would be amazing. Oh, 100%. And yeah. Yeah. It's just a fucking brilliant show. And, and I appreciate that. I love, I'll tell you what, mate, I'll tell you what, I, I absolutely love making it. It's one of my favourite things that I make throughout the year, and I really look forward to it. And, and I, I think before I started working on it, I was a bit, probably a bit scared of going to take to, to film it and, and worried that I wouldn't be able to keep up and this, that and the other. But actually, being with, being with them, those DS and being with other people that you're around and filming the people that you that you film, it's actually a real pleasure, even though it's really difficult, really tough terrain, really horrible environment. It's actually a real pleasure to be a part of because it's just it's just a wonderful, like st- really strong atmosphere of uh, positivity and and uh, and let's do this, let's get through it. It's, 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 it's like nothing I've ever worked on before. It's, it's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. And like I said um, a minute ago. I'm going to say off air because we technically were, but yeah. BB Misses have been fans of it since, since day one. And That's awesome. We actually looked forward to it. And um, we, were, we weren't 100% sold on the um, celebrity one when they first said, oh, we're doing the celebrity one. I thought, oh, they're going to be going down the same route as all the others. We're just going to do celebrities now. But then yeah. they obviously had the, um, the one in the Andes with the rig regular folk yeah yeah and uh it's i just think it's fucking brilliant and yeah 
the funny thing is, my missus yeah. catches me chuckling to myself quite often when I'm watching it. There's certain things that the DS say that is could be more military, put it that way. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Might start sparking. Yeah. Last pays to be a winner. Uh, see, see, this stuff's lost on me because I'm I'm a, I'm purely from a television background, so so half that stuff is sort of lost on me. But it's wonderful yeah. that that you pick up on it and you know about it. And what is really amazing about the series is the amount of people who are in the forces or who have been in the forces who enjoy it. Because that's, that's the real seal of approval, really, isn't it, that you're looking for? Yeah, because yeah. if, I mean, the people like the Parachute Regiment are tweeting about it or, or Instagramming about it, you think, well, that's that's good, isn't it? That's, yeah, yeah. If, if, they, if they think it's a good thing and they, they see it as often, then we've done, we're doing our job, at least, in representing it correctly. So that, like, people like yourself enjoying it is the best thing we could hope for, really. Yeah, exactly. I think, as well, it gets... In, in the beginning, I would say, it, it, it took it, from what I saw, it yeah. took a lot of flack, but it was mainly from um, civvies that didn't really understand what was going on. Because yeah, yeah, right. They're like, well, these people aren't going to be soldiers. That's not the point, mate. They're not trying to be soldiers. They're getting <laughs> no. a glimpse into what the SF have to do. And this is only yeah, yeah, a yeah. tiny little smidge yeah. of what the SF tiny bit, like, it's like It's like two weeks out of, what is it, a six-month um, six yeah, selection a, process? I, I never, so I never uh, uh, took selection. Um, no. if, I, if I'm honest, if I'm straight up honest with you and everybody else that's listening, I wouldn't have made it. Um, yeah. I've got fucking weak ankles for a start. I would, yeah. I would have, they would have gone straight away. My nab, my nabbing skills are fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> would you, would you have for someone who's in the course? infantry, terrible nabbing skills. Oh man! No <laughs> would you, would you but, have lost the map though? Would you have lost the map? No. Oh no! I've never lost any kit. Yeah. <laughs> I said that to me, missus. I was like, if they find out she's lost the map, she's in the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, see, things like that, people lose maps, they lose the numbers all the time, they lose the gloves, the hats and all that. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, it's part of our sort of job, so obviously we've got to film it, keep our eyes open for that stuff, and also pick it up and take it with us so we can give it to the DS or whoever yeah, we need yeah, to yeah. give it to, to say, look, you know, this we found this, we found that. So, it's yeah, you've got to, you've got to keep your wits about you, yeah, because... It's it's constantly moving as well, so you you can't hang around one place too long because if you if you stay st- stuck still, they'll be they'll be gone. You know what I mean? You've got to, it's yeah. a real that one of the hardest things with the, with the series is trying to keep up with them all the time and, and actually get ahead of them so that you're moving. And it sounds ridiculous, but you're moving back with them, like almost backwards, so you can film them doing what they're yeah. doing. It's, it's it's really tricky getting ahead of them, but yeah, you've got bet. to. You know what I mean? And, and and you've got to be really keen to see them when they go for the armband and rip the armband off BW. Um, that's what we're all hope, hoping to, to get in filmed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, can't, you cannot replicate anything, and and you need to get that moment when they when they rip the armband off because it's, it's it's huge, isn't it? That BW. Yeah, that's one, a so. huge thing. The, yeah. the old, um, voluntary withdrawal is. Yeah. Like so, I, I've always said. If I if I did anything like that, they would have they would have to take it off me. I would never go nah. No, no, no. But that that's um that's I, I was the same going through. Bearing in mind my, my training was nothing compared to SAS training, 
But going through infantry training, there, there were times where you're hanging out. <laughs> some military speak coming out here. When you're hanging out and you're um, you're fucking stuck in a in a hole and you're thinking, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I, I recognise that. I, I recognise that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mate, I recognise that from filming. There's it. a, definitely a few times during basic training where, well, one of them was, um, which I still to this day think is ridiculous. So um, you have to go through a defensive shoot and a defensive. Um, defensive position um, training scenario for a week so you have to spend three or four days digging a trench then you have to basically live in it for the rest of the for the rest of the week and the, wow. the idea is to see how you soldier at your worst when you're fucking absolutely knackered yeah. you're wet you're cold and basically how you how you get get on and I was on on stag duty and it just pissed it down with rain and we were always, this, this is so stupid. So we were always told, don't get your Gore-Tex out because only gays wear Gore-Tex and things like that. Those oh sorts of things. And you're yeah. like, oh, I, I won't put it out. I won't get it on. So I'm there fucking getting soaked wet through. Then it, then the rain stopped. Then it started freezing. So I'm there literally shaking, trying to keep my eyes open and all that sort of thing. I then get smacked on the head by our, our DS, uh, one of our corporals, and he's like, yeah. why the fuck are you not wearing your gold specs? It's like, we told me not to. He's like, you're an idiot. Go get it on. Like, oh, <laughs> Woke up in the morning, it's proper shaking, and then you have to yeah, yeah, yeah. do, do a, a tactical retreat and then retake your position. Oh, it was just a dreadful time. How old were you when you did that? Um, I was... 21 so I, I joined up when I was 20 and then my 21st birthday I was out in the field uh, wow. during field craft one as we call it which is where right. you learn the basic basics of soldiering so right. yeah 21 by the age of 22 I was in Iraq wow which is madness luckily yeah. for us and and the squadron I was with that's we we closed it down we handed it closed it down we um withdrew the British forces and handed it to the Americans, which wow. the uh, locals didn't like. They wanted us to stay and the Americans to fuck off. Oh, really? <laughs> so, um, no. yeah, it was... Wow. Um, it was a, it's a strange feeling because you're expected to be, a, in inverted commas, a man, but... In reality, you're still just a boy at, at that yeah, age, anyway. Yeah, and, you are. Yeah, and you and you find that we have a lot of military blokes. We're very, we got, we've obviously got the dark sense of humour, which have to get you through all that sort of crap that we put up with. But you're also yeah. very childish as well, because when you think about it, you get three straight meals a day, or you did when I was there. You didn't have the, they didn't have the pay system now. They got a fucking pay system and all sorts of that. So that, that all sorted out for you. Your accommodation was sorted out for you, which was like 20 quid a month that came up straight out of your wages. He you didn't see it. Yeah. yeah. So you've basically, you're just a giant man-child. <laughs> getting looked after. Yeah, getting yeah. looked after and yeah, just yeah. trained to, um, well, ill, really. Um, That's amazing, though, isn't it? 
it must have been it must have been great it must have been great um camaraderie i think that's that's one thing i would like to see a bit more of on our series and this yeah. is not really it's not really a criticism but it's it's a very serious I, I can understand why it's got to be very serious as well but it's a lot of the a lot of the sort of jokes and laughing about that they have in between tasks and stuff is is not really put in and i, I I'd like to see a little bit of that put in because I think it would replicate the it's, actual real experience as yeah, well. Do you know? That's a huge but, thing with the, with the military, and I've yeah. said it um, fucking countless times that yeah, because we're all in the same boat. So we, it could be myself from I'm originally from Hereford anyway. Um, yeah. So myself from Hereford, you join up. You're from Huddersfield. You meet yeah. up don't know each other but all of a sudden you're thrust together and you're living yeah, together yeah. day in and day out for 32 weeks worth of training and yeah. you're eating together sleeping together sometimes you're even shitting together yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and you start to build the you, you could be completely different to me but because yeah. we're broken down to basically be rebuilt so they they basically strip you down that's where you have to have your head shaved first and all that sort of thing um and then they build you back up to how they want you to be which is why you find a lot of squaddies are very similar even when even when they leave like i left back in 2013 but i still go to work and people have no idea what the fuck i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll I'll come out with sayings like you're gonna give me the gen today and things like that and they're like That's why a lot of us call us call each other brother. You're part of the brotherhood. We're yeah, all brothers, yeah, yeah. and uh, I think that goes a long way in the whole of the military. In the fact yeah. that we're all brothers because we're all or brothers and sisters because um, we we all served. But then you get that into service rivalry, which is brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah. So the funny the funny thing is you're you're probably tough at this. So you've got Obviously, the Army, Navy, Marines, and the Air Force, obviously, pretty much the Army and the Navy hate the Air Force, which is understandable. (laughs) Obviously, the Paris dislike the Marines because they're very similar. And then you have the regiment that I was in, which you've probably heard of, is the RAF regiment. And collectively, everyone hates us. <laughs> they why is that? Why is that? Is that because you, is that because you're sort of seen as these sort of the flat, the you know the guys flying in on a, on a nice expensive toys? Like why is that? Um, it's a it's a strange one. So we're actually hated by the air force as well, and it, <laughs> and it basically comes from <laughs> the air force hate us because we're infantry, so we act like we're part of the army. Yeah, the army hate us because we're part of the air force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the Navy just hate everyone, I think. Yeah, um, right, right. But the, the main two that hate us the most are the Marines and the Paris and pretty much all the other infantry units. And the reason yeah, yeah. for that is the RAF regiment, um, people are going to hate this, are known to be part of the big three. 
Right. And I hate that term, um, as do most regiment gunners. We don't really like it. Because the big yeah. three is the Paris, Marines and RAF Regiment. We make yeah. up the three services that do special forces support group. So um, if the SF needs support, they obviously take out Paris, Marines and the RAF Reg. And there's a lot of stigma behind the RAF Reg because everybody thinks that we do airport security, which is not what we do. Is not what we do. There are RAF <laughs> police do that. We yeah. do the external. We go out and make sure the perimeter of the airfield and a bit further out is all safe and secure for aircraft to take off, land, make sure there's no rocket attacks, go into yeah. all that, go into all the neighbourhoods and, and villages and whatnot and make sure everything's fucking hunky-dory. But anything outside the airbase that could potentially attack the airbase would be sort out. But, yeah, everybody makes that, basically. Um, the, main, the main culprit was the flight sergeant who actually did our... Um, we, we call it uh, uh, the gunner phase, where we have passed out into the RAF regiment, but then you have to do your extra extra bits with the big machine guns and all that. But this guy is well known for, for a video where he is stood in Senny Bridge saying the Paris have their P company, the Marines have whatever they do. This is your version and it's a five mile of death followed by a fucking firefight or something like that. And it's like, oh, why did you say that? Because yeah. unfortunately... For us, it is actually a genuinely hard end of exercise. Yeah, we yeah. do do a five mile. It could even be longer. I just think that yeah. specific one was five miles. Yeah. yeah. But you, they they don't take into account the amount of weight we're carrying. We're carrying more than what we normally do because we're all yeah. And the firefight literally lasted about 20, 24 hours plus that we were away from wow. the firefight. Oh, shit. Wow. So, what they've seen, the Paris Marines and all the others, is this stupid video clip of this fucking flight sergeant going off his nut. And it's like, oh, oh man. But, yeah, that's, that's stuck around for it for a good eight, nine years, if not. Oh, shit. So now, it's, now if you go on any of the Fill Your Boots page or anything like that, it's got, you'll see something, it'll be, oh, REF Regiment here we doing their five mile of death. It's like, oh, we haven't heard that one before. Yeah. Oh Who? Who? I'll ask you a question. Who do you think's got what it takes to to pass selection this this series? Do you reckon? This series, I think, I believe. What number is she? I know her name. Eloise. Eloise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she seems quite. Level-headed, very strong as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Nice. Is it twenty-three? Is it the um, the Asian girl that's from Hackney? Kim. Kim. Yeah. She She's seems very, 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 very switched on. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of which uh, fucking blokes are left. Is is is? Oh, I think it's uh, Chris. 
Boo's number 25, James oh, number one, and Miles number eight, I think he was. Yeah, I think that's. Chris, I, I think I'm the lad. Chris is left. the other one with because number ten, Chris, is the one that's coming on my show tomorrow with all the tattoos. Oh, is it? Man, he's a funny guy with a bad gummy eye. Yeah, yeah. Eye. Oh, what, can oh, you see it? Can you see it's it? It's cracked me up. It's funny, man. He's a funny, funny guy, and uh, I feel yeah. You got to feel sorry for him, haven't you? Getting yeah, I did. Eye like that with a tree. Fuck. The thing was, I was saying to me, Mrs. I thought he's doing really well. Here. I think. Oh, and I'm not just saying it because he's coming on the show. I mean, I was like, I think he's doing really well. Next thing I know, he gets twatted with a fucking branch. I'm like, oh, that's going to hurt a little bit. Mate, and it? I mean, it just whipped right into his face. And, and the yeah. one place you don't want it to go is right in the eyeball, isn't it? Right that's in the, the eyeball. place you don't want it going. And it fucking, yeah, horrible. Poor guy. But, yeah, unlucky. He could have gone all the way. Yeah. Sure. I, think, I think so. I think they yeah. quite, I was quite shocked by a couple there. We're, we're, we're taken off um, yeah um, just through I thought they were quite strong and they think they could have done a bit further but obviously the DS have had, had their little moly mole that's been that, that was there giving, it, giving them all, all the inside information so they're all they the intel, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean that, that was class you know when when, when that, re- that reveal was so fucking so good I I, I, I don't often go into the gallery to watch the on-rig stuff because there's two sort of separate teams that film the, yeah, yeah. Um, film the show. So there's on-rig and off-rig. And um, we sort of cross paths, you know, in the morning and in the evening, but we don't really sort of mix all that much because we're off doing what we do and yeah, they're yeah. off doing what they do. And um, that, that night when, when Jay was getting revealed as the mole, I swear, it was, it was so... It was like... I mean, it was just so exciting. Like I just knew it was good. it was interesting and funny and just like oh my god, this is gonna be massive. And I was in the in the gallery and that watching it all up in real time. And I was just like this is brilliant. Like I was, it felt like I was actually watching the TV like before everyone else. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It was, it was so exciting. Yeah, the reaction was mental. Everyone in the gallery was like oh my god, like it was fucking great. It such was, a good, such a good twist. Because it was um the Andes series wasn't it when they had the yeah, Pam, yeah. yeah where was Pam from was she from Norway I, I want to say Sweden but I might Sweden. was she Swedish I can't remember yeah because she was she was incredible though. she was so yeah. fucking strong she was brilliant absolutely yeah. amazing very very I thought, cool I thought her reveal could have could have been done a little better but yeah. They, they they were still shocked, and I I, I can see why they were shocked because she literally she walked off, didn't she? And then she yeah. like came back round and then stood next to him, and he was like, "Well, what the fuck are you doing?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. That was a good series. The, the the Andes was a good series. I started work on it on the on the on Morocco in Morocco um, yes. in the desert, and that was that was immense. That. I think like Morocco was quite special. It seems like they had like really quite normal people involved at that stage still. Like, um, and, and I, I, I thought it was brilliant. It was just such a like an well, that, incredible that, feeling. To, the, to this day, that that one's my favourite in there in Morocco. It, yeah, and the Morocco one. Yeah. There's there's the I, I still I still watch the clip every so often because I just love the way it fucking panned out. Was when they caught that. I can't remember what his name was, but he pretended that he had on his CV that he was in the parachute regiment. I was like, why would you? Why would you even 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that and then lie about it. Yeah, yeah. We used to fucking admit it. Yeah. And uh, I was, I was actually, actually, I was working the dolly in the mirror room for that, for that scene. And I swear to God, I can see it. I don't know if anyone else can see. But when Billy started shouting at him, I, I physically, it made me jump. And I was like behind the mirror room on a, on the, on the dolly tracking in. And and I, I remember, I can watch it now, and I can see the camera just jump slightly. Because yeah. Billy really scared the shit out of me while I was watching. I was like, oh, shit. You, you could see wow. that. Because I, I spoke about it yesterday. Because um, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yesterday we were talking about not so much that clip, but um, yeah. Walter, Walter Mitty's in general. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, we were talking about that. But um, you, could, you could see the anger in, in both Billy and Ant's. Just the way that their persona was. And I was like, if there was two people in the world you wouldn't really want to, want to fuck up or even four people if you include Ollie and um, Foxy but it's like, you're, you're, you're basically stuck in a room now with two absolute <laughs> fucking lunatics yeah 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 I mean yeah they, yeah and, and, you've, and you've lied and pretended to be one of them yeah you, and, and the you, best bit because obviously um, they must have chose Billy for, for that specific bit Obviously, yeah. Ant was was a marine and, and what have you, an SBS where yeah. Billy was two two and and a, and a paratrooper. So the yeah. bit where he goes, oh, so you were you in the paras? What battalion were you in? We're brothers, and he's like, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Amazing. No, it was incredible. Uh, yeah, and, and there was a couple of other moments in that series that I liked, where, where Harvey had been up the mountain and then come back down and. He could see the others getting the beasted up on the hillside over there. Yeah. And he made the decision not to go and join them. I remember that. And I was just thinking, that's incredible. He's literally just going AWOL. He's, he knows we're over there, but he's going to go the opposite direction. And then another yeah. standout guy for me on that series was that John Brinkat, and the electrician guy. And he was he was throwing up those rocks over his head. He looked like a caveman, proper like. Whoa. And then and I'm shouting at him to quit, and all his mates are telling him to oh, quit. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was, you, you fucking cunt! You're letting your your teammates down. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I swear that that is just madness. What a, like what a series. They, they, they ended up taking the armband off him, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took the armband off him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was I'd never seen anything like it in my life until like I filmed all over the world doing all sorts of mad stuff. And, that, and I remember f- filming Ant Middleton that day um, and just thinking, I've never, I've never seen, I've never seen sort of behaviour like this. It's, yeah. it's really weird. Like, this guy is trying his hardest to do what he's been told to do and he's just getting told to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> just, to, just go. And it was, it was heartbreaking because John was putting everything into it and I, and I, was, I felt genuinely heartbroken for him but then, Sort of could un- I could understand also what everyone else was saying, you know, to do it for, yeah, the, for yeah. the team. So yeah, wow, yeah, it was a real bad it's, it's, it's a very strange um, thing for for a lot of the people that are on there because one minute you're told you're doing it for yourself, yeah, make sure you're doing your best, and then the next minute you're told, well, you're part of the fucking team. Yeah, yeah. The team. It's like, well, hang on. Yeah, it's you told me to be, to be a winner a minute ago. It's full of contradiction, isn't it? And you've got to yeah. sort of, I guess you've got to gauge what's going on at that moment in time yeah, because 
one thing that you, I guess you've got to rely on is that nothing is nothing's in concrete, is it? You're like you've no, got to move with, move with, with whatever's going on. So yeah, you've got to be adaptable. I guess is one and, thing that and really and especially yeah. when it's a show like that when at the end you do win. Yeah, not that you anything, but you completed it. Yeah, yeah and so you're yeah. in your head, you're like, well, I'm not giving up because I want to no, win. Exactly, because I want to win. You've got your mate on the floor who's in fucking agony, and you're like, oh, what, what, what? Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, difficult decisions, aren't they? Like, and you're yeah. forced. I guess you're forced into a corner where you can't sort of get out of it. So yeah, incredible. And it, it, it takes a lot to go on this show. I, think, I remember Foxy was saying about it, um, I think it was last year he called it, I think somebody, he said it was like the toughest show on television. Right? Like, I actually 100% agree with him. I don't think there's another show in the world that puts you through what this show puts you through. Yeah. And, and full of autism, like, it's not, none of it's fake. It's not fake. Do you nah. know what I mean? So, fucking hell, it's not fake, bro. It's, it's little things, like, when they're... Um when they get their little bits of downtime and they obviously got to change their socks and fucking yeah. just sort their ankles out, get their compied on their blisters and you see their blisters that they've got and the, and the marks on their on their yeah. hips carrying it. I, I know what those marks are like, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you know. You, you and, uh, crawl through the earth, you crawl through the brambles and that and, and oh, yeah. get, get cut to shit. When we were in Scotland, we were running along and, and there's a lot of... Um, there's all like pine forests up there, but because the pine trees are so sort of weak and feeble, they're always tipping over, always falling out the ground. So there's massive holes in the ground. So you'd be running along and you'd literally just sort of come to a stop, smash your face down into the ground, smash the camera, everything, because because you've fallen down a hole. You've just yeah. fallen down another hole. It just hole. comes out of nowhere. We have during basic training on our, um, our final exercise, I had, a, I had a similar situation. So we did our final ex. Um, in the beacons itself, in, in from Camp Sennybridge. So um, yeah. I remember we were running along. We were about to set up an OP, I believe. And uh, I was running along, and all I heard from my corporal in front was just mind your footing, lads. And next thing I know, I've literally gone down some sort of suck hole, and yeah. I'm tight up to my waist, and I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to get out of this? <laughs> and lads, fucking pulling me out. He's like, get out, Tom. I'm tired. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know the feeling. I got, I got caught in a, in a, in a swamp in, in Scotland. I got caught in one of them, and you just, yeah, you're, all of a sudden you're up to your, up to your sort of waist in it, and it's suck, it's sucking you in like the mud's just got right. And you're like, how, how do I get out of this? How are we getting out of this? <laughs> People pulling you out. That's all you can rely on. Yeah, but yeah. It's tough, I'll man. tell you what I enjoyed on Sunday's episode. See, I, yeah. I like this. I get to talk to the director about one of my favourite shows. <laughs> was when a Bravo team got to the got to the house and they yes. thought, oh, we can all relax now, we're at the house. I was like, yeah. was the, 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 sat next to me and I was like, they're going to get fucked up here. She was like, why? Well, for a start, they haven't got a sentry out. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. Yes, of course. Nobody even put a sentry out. So that was that was who I, I was filming with, uh, with team, team Bravo. And that was such a complex sort of. Uh, it's just a, a, such a complex shoot was that because they obviously arrived at where they, where they needed to arrive, and the hunter force were gathering and stuff. But the, the sun was literally going down, and we couldn't we couldn't be on that 
separate island any longer but after nightfall otherwise we were fucked we couldn't get back to the other island so we were really on on actual like a race against time to to sort of do anything and um and it was just a fantastic i think it was one i think it's definitely one of the best sort of escape and evasion um uh, yes. uh, uh, what is it? What is it that we've done? Really, it just seemed to all work together right at, at the right time. We were all totally Visually, it was fucking brilliant as well. It looked, it looked like a fucking film, didn't it? The, yeah. sun, the sunlight, the sun was proper going down, so the light was really it's low. Pouring in the sky, mate. Mate, it was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was honestly, it's like a fucking. It was like a movie. You just, it, you sometimes you just sort of gifted these moments, and that was definitely yeah. that. That Saturday afternoon was definitely one of those moments. It was brilliant. It was. It was. I thought just the whole thing with um, with with the Alpha team that got caught yeah. as they were coming over <laughs> to get to the island, yeah. and they just get fucking smashed. And it's like, ah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I just like to giggle at them. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you were when, when they were sat there, and it was like. You can tell that none of them have got any sort of military experience. I know they've had their little bit now where they've had yeah. their little briefing beforehand. This is what you need to do if you get captured, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. But they've sat down and they've gone, ah, I can have my condor moment now. I'll take my shoes off. That's it. That's and none it. of them went, we could get captured here. Nobody said that. Out. Nobody said that. They, they were all, they, they'd all hung up their socks and, the, you know, and they were getting warm. Yeah, they, they thought it was the end. Yeah, I don't know what what they thought was going to happen. Yeah. Well, they, I'll tell you what they thought. They thought, fucking escape and evasion, mate. Complete it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, exactly. Got it, mate. <laughs> Made it to the house tonight. <laughs> and on the note, sausage is Turkish. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's it. it. It was good. It was a good bust. Definitely, definitely one of the best busts, for yeah. sure. Uh, I think... Um, I was saying today to my um, my boss at work because he, he's a he's a big fan of it as well, and I was like, oh, well, I, love that. I love that. I was like, I was like, just so you know, got the director on. Ah. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> to be fair, one of, the, one of the other blokes, like he's one of the engineers that um, works on the site that I do security for, and he was like, yeah. oh, I've been trying, I've been trying to get on the show, putting a good word, and I went, oh man. You like, don't understand so many people. Like that, so many people. <laughs> that's one awkward thing because obviously I go off and do other filming around, the, you know, around the country and stuff, yeah, often, yeah. And, and doing all sorts of stuff. And as soon as you sort of mention SAS, it's funny. Like everyone has heard of it. Everyone's watching it, watching it, and then and everyone wants to sort of wonders whether or not they should take part in it. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, and yeah. it's what it's wonderful. It's really cool to hear this. It's like. It's a massive compliment. Like I, I was in a, I, I was in a, I was in a, a police custody suite the other day filming um, in Grimsby, and um, amazing, amazing place. And and they were just, uh, it's sort of a bit embarrassing because we just all want to stop, stop doing what they're doing. All these sort of prisoners are coming in and that, but we just want to talk to you about SS. I'm like, can we just do? Can we? Can I film you doing what you want to do? What you're supposed to be doing here? Yeah. We we do that afterwards when we yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, but it's a huge compliment, isn't it? it, it yeah, yeah. It's really nice, and I, I fully enjoy it. You know, I mean, I fully, I love that people like it. I love that people like it because it, yeah, yeah. it's. I like being a part of it. It's a massive team, and I love being a part of the team. So it's yeah. nice to hear stuff like it's that. It's just a fucking great show in, in yeah, general. Yeah. I think. Um, I mean, the the DS the DS are hilarious, aren't they? Like Ant and Foxy, Billy and Ollie and Jay, like they are 
they're absolute madmen. Like they, they're a different breed of people, and they're, uh, they're hilarious and serious and and sort of uh, fearless as well. And yeah, they're, 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 they're incredible. I, I always find with 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 any squaddy, really, I think a lot of people don't understand how to how to take how to take you either. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like like you could you could be sat having a conversation with Ant and he could look fucking deadly serious but you're like is he being serious or is 100%. he just fucking taking the piss yeah 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 100% yeah 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 100%. I, I, I grew up um, around um, regiment lads um, yeah. and, and and men should I say Cause my, my, my old man was attached um, to the SAS as their parachute jumping instructor he yeah. was he was the top jump instructor in the country so they drafted him in to Oh, wow. which, which is a hell of a compliment to my old man. He, he fought the SAS had a parachute, basically. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. Uh, um, some of the stories he, he, he I'm, I'm desperate to get him on the show, but he's like, I'm not bloody going on the show, boy. But <laughs> why not? You've got the best stories. Yeah, yeah, get him on, get him on, man. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I get him on at some point. Just don't, tell, just don't tell him it's on the show, like just. Just I'll just like, put my phone down and press record. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, let's have a catch yeah, up. Yeah, if you, if you beers down him and he'll he'll open up then. Um, yes, mate. But yeah, you'd you'd walk into into the the pubs that my dad drinks in and you're like you can you can tell even with the old older generation you're like oh you're you're there's something different about you I can I can tell. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I remember there's one time I went into. Um, a pub in, in Hereford called The Barrels it's quite a long time ago now I would have been probably 16, 17 meeting the old man in the pub and yes. there was it, uh, this older gentleman Scottish with a giant moustache that came all the way down here and I was like I recognise you from somewhere right. but I don't know where and I was like sat being, being a typical Young lad next to my dad was like, who's, who's that man over there? And he's like, well, that, that man. I was like, yeah, who's he? And he went, that's John John McAleese. I was oh. like, what, what? He went, you know, one of the guys that was in First Man In and the Iranian Embassy. I was the like, Iranian Embassy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck off. And he was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, wow. Oh, wow. Can we go and have a chat? And he was like, probably doesn't want to talk to you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a shame. So, did you go and have a chat with him? No. Yeah, we did. I can't. Oh, good. I can't remember what we spoke about, but yeah, that's we, fucking cool, man. But it's like I always get. I still to this day when the old man is in in the pub or whatever, and then you see some of the regiment lads, yeah. old older generation now, sort of Iranian embassy sort of era. Yeah. And my dad walks in and they're like, "All right, Tomo." Obviously, yeah, my dad, nice. big Tomo to me but it's like right Tom it's like now dad you know some cool people yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean imagine that imagine that like those people were really in embassy what a, like that was that's where you really saw something that the SAS do and you, yeah. you saw them doing fucking well yeah that quite it looks like they've done it well but apparently they fucked it up a little bit obviously oh, did the, they? yeah when when they threw the flashbang in and it set the curtains on fire and oh wow all that, right. all that sort of stuff. Well, to my untrained to, eye, to, it to, looks... Well, even to, to, even to my 
untrained eye in that sort of thing, it's like, no, fuck out, they did a good job in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but when, when, they, when they critique it themselves, they're like, no, we did this wrong. Well, that's, that's, one, that's, one, why this. So, that's why it's so fucking good, isn't it? Because you've got to... Uh, You've got to critique yourself. You've got to look at what you've done and how you've done things, how you could do things better. Yeah. So yeah, but you know, credit credit to them for for, for being able to recognise where exactly. we were at fault. That's amazing. And I tell you what is a is a is a good movie. I don't know if you've seen it. I think it's called Nine Days. Nine Days. Six days. Yeah. Nine Days. Is that the one about the embassy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I seen it. Yeah, it's wonderful, Fucking isn't it? Brilliant movie. Incredible. It's like, it keeps you on the edge of your seat, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, mostly brilliant. I, yeah, I, I, I remember saying to, oh, again to, to the missus, I was like, oh, fancy watching this movie? She's like, what's it about? It's like, it's, oh, it's about the SES. And she went, I can't watch war movies with you. And I went, it's not a war movie for a start. Yeah. And I have a feeling that this is going to be fucking brilliant. She's yeah, like, oh. Yeah, yeah. And then she was, she was more into it than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good, isn't it? Yeah. It's really good. It's, yeah, it's, but, but on, it's the, on that really subject good. of watching military movies with, with military guys and, and that, and um, my business was really into that BBC um, show, My Girl, Our Girl, even My Girl, Our Girl, with. Um, oh, I don't think I saw it. Yeah, don't bother. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I what? Oh, I don't know if they had any sort of military advisor on that show at all, but. Oh, really? Was it, was it that bad? Yeah. And yeah. then they. It's Well. I'm sure this has enjoyed it, which yeah. obviously is a lot. She watches some shit like Towie. Uh, but there's certain little things that you're like, why is that happening? That would never happen. I know it's for TV, but it's like, that wouldn't happen. Little things like um, in one of the series, one of the officers is doing what we call Obama, which is where you go out and check for IDs. And you have your big metal detector, so you do right. all that. But yeah. the commander of the platoon is doing that with the medic, and you're like, "Well, that doesn't make any sense." That wouldn't be happening. Nah. nah. So nah. I'm like, uh, I literally, she caught the up with it because I like literally put on Facebook straight away the picture of Carl Pilkington with him pointing, going, "Bullshit." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's you see. So this is this is a reinforcement that I like from from. You, from you guys, members, the people who watch you like yourself, who have been in the services and know that know what we're doing is trying to replicate as, as real a situation as possible. Because you guys will be fucking on it if anything is is out of place, anything looks a bit yeah. well. That's for TV or that's for. You know what I mean, it's so obvious, isn't it? So it's good. Like that's that's who. I'll tell you what. This series, I've really got. Really got into it. Oh, well, I've been into it all, yeah. ever anyway. Yeah. But this series, I've noticed. Um, I don't know if they've been watching previous series or or what. But or the, the recruits. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fucking hell! They're, the way they've handled the interrogation phase at the yeah. minute, I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ! They're actually listening to what they were told in their brief like yeah, yeah. Um, that game yeah. where she was, was awesome, oh, basically she was flirting with the, yeah, the yeah. interrogator yeah, yeah. and coming and it was like they're doing everything that in previous series they've said oh, make sure you try and do this give them bits of information not all the information yeah, when they yeah, ask yeah. you to have give them something give them it yeah. like 
Like you get it from time to time. What's your name? Oh, I ain't giving you my name. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that, have they? No, it's like they're all fucking spot on with it. It's yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, right. that's interesting, isn't it? I wonder that's something else we're going to have to think about and try and sort of throw in a few more surprises to try and catch people out because yeah. it's clear that people have watched the show and um, yeah. and obviously take obviously obviously take mental note or physical like writing it down and that about what to do and how to react to certain situations. So yeah, we're going to have to up game on that. I think. Then, aren't we? What you have done this series, which I think is fucking spot on. To be fair, I'm just blowing smoke up your ass now. Um, bringing in the uh, the firing, I know it's blanks and what have you, yeah, but yeah, bringing yeah. in the weapons, I thought yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Because obviously, throughout selection, um, you have to carry your rifle or, or a dummy rifle when you're doing yeah. certain things as well. So little things like that, yeah, the fact yeah, that yeah. they have to look after a rifle for the fucking the ten yeah. days, to make sure they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, that, for that firing exercise, where I, I can't remember what number it was, but when he fucking charged down the fucking tunnel, I was like, I think, "What the fuck are you doing, sir?" I think that, that was number twenty-five, Chris, who's in the final phase, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. That was. Fucking... I was like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna it's be good to see that, that 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 one chick got it got it spot on, got yeah. in the whole. And uh, I've got a funny story that I'll tell you actually in a second about um, rules of engagement. And, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So obviously she did everything right, then the whole identify yourself, that sort of thing. Yeah. So here's my, my, my old man loves this story. So it's one of the um, only times that I managed to actually fire a, uh, a firearm while on tour. And uh, yeah. we were told, this was in Kandahar, uh, be very wary of vehicle-borne IEDs, especially on mopeds. So we set up a, a snap uh, vehicle checkpoint on the um, lead guy, so I'm doing the searching if anyone comes down. So I'm already on edge and a little bit shaky, I can't lie, after having that sort of intel. Um, next thing I know, there's this fucking moped coming along. I'm like, oh, here we go. So I'm putting my hand up. Stop. Nothing. Do it again. Fucking stop. Still nothing. Talks to me, top cover behind me. I'm like, mate, pop a flare for me. So if you stop, pops a flare. Still not stopping. Still coming towards me. I'm like, fucking hell. Pull me pistol out. Pointing at it. Still nothing. And then fucking stop. I'm like, I'm going to have to fucking shoot me it. Give it a cock so he knows I'm not taking the piss. Still nothing. Then the next. Next phase, you're into capture ground, so you shoot near them. So, it hits against the floor, dust comes up everywhere. He starts fucking flapping, doesn't he? His fucking geezer on it. The only way I can describe it is wow. the movie Team America. Yeah. When he's trying to do the signal and his arms are going like this. <laughs> so he's doing all this. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then next thing, he stops like he's in the fucking Flintstones with his feet. <laughs> and he skids in. He stops a good 50 metres away, so we have to close down the gap. So I'm like that. I've got the turp next to me. I'm like, fucking ask him now why he didn't stop, etc., etc. A few metres. Apparently, his brakes didn't work. Oh my God. Oh I was like, you need God. to tell him how close he was to getting. The next round was going 
at him. Fucking hell, that's close. Shit. Yeah, but I was like, but the fucking guy, I pull over to the guy, I'm trying to have a fucking conversation with him. It's a big fucking smile on his face. I mean, like, surely he could have, like, turned around or something. I don't know. <laughs> think so. Fucking hell. No, no. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, God. That's that. That's one of the pleasant stories. <laughs> Good time, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's good, man. That's good. Uh, what, what else have you got uh, lined up in the pipeline? If you're well, to talk about it, I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, like I was saying, I think I don't know if we were cut off or whether it recorded or not. We were talking earlier, but I've got um, there's a Tyson Fury documentary coming out next Thursday on ITV. So that's that's going to be pretty big. That'll be that. That was an amazing experience following around, you know, the Gypsy King around the world, yeah. over in Vegas, down in Spain, around Europe and stuff. A phenomenal character and phenomenal family man he's got a wonderful family and uh, behind him and um, and he's been through the shit you know mentally mental health with him um yeah, addiction yeah. drug addiction uh, alcoholism and, and stuff like that and and for him to have been where he was and to rise back to the top and and have this wilder fight this rematch in february wow i mean he won the first i think he, you know he won the first fight in my opinion oh, with him. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, and he's gonna he's gonna have to try a different tact, like he's, he's been saying, and uh, and see how he gets on with him. And and I can't. I just hope he fucking knocks him out, man. I just hope, <laughs> he, knocks him, just hope <laughs> he knocks him out, and he can shut him up because there's nothing I want to see more than Tyson Fury like being back where big. Well, he already is. He's already the best in the world. I just want I want it to be officially recognised. I know he's not. He don't give a shit. Because he knows who he is, but um, yeah. I, I, I'd love it because it, 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 for me it'd be one of the greatest comebacks of all time. And I think I love as a, you know as, as a British lad, I love I love the underdog. I love I love yeah. a comeback. Um, and it, it, it's a true it's a true movie. It's, it's a true movie. It's the, sto- the story of his life is a fucking movie. Um, and it, it was just so interesting <laughs> filming him last year for that. So I'm excited about that coming on telly. Um, and I don't really know what we've, we've got. Quite, we've got. There's a, there's a few things actually. There's, there's a potential of filming something. Um, I think it's uh, the is it the Queen's Guards? Um, there's a potential. Yeah. Also, might might be filmed. If all goes well, there might be some filming to be done with them this summer. So that could be quite that oh, could be nice. quite interesting. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping yeah, that I'm yeah, hoping yeah. to do that. Um, that would be uh, good. It'd be good. Yeah, and I think they've, they've, they've uh, I think they they train up in Catrick to start with, so that's quite close to me as well. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, easy. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, so, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm fucking. Yeah, I'm hoping that. I'm hoping that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 100 percent looking forward to uh, Fury documentary. Like, I, I try and watch as much stuff that he brings out. Like, yeah. When he first burst on the scene, well, not when he first burst on the scene. I always, I've always sort of, sort of followed him, uh, yeah, and then. Yeah. I, I thought he was a bit of a clown. He was doing the uh, Klitschko bit where he dressed up as fucking uh, Batman and all that. And I was like, oh, to be fair, he's just selling the fight. He's made yeah, people yeah. not like him, so they want him to lose. Um, yeah. But all that aside, his boxing skills are ridiculous. For someone who's, what, six foot six foot eight and... He's six, six foot, foot, six foot nine pounds. and he's... 
Was he six foot nine in his fighting weights? Like, is it twenty stone? Yeah. I mean, and he moves just... like he's a fucking flyweight. Mate, he moves like he moves better than Muhammad Ali did, if you ask me. And I, I mean, I was I've never seen Muhammad Ali move live. I've seen Tyson Fury move live, and he's fucking fast. He's fast. Ridiculous. Like, he's ridiculously fast. He <laughs> see, see what 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 was amazing about filming him, and I felt this was I felt like you know you know when you watch old movies of Muhammad Ali or something like that, and you yeah. sort of think, well, these are the greatest. And when I was filming Tyson, I, I genuinely thought, thought to myself how lucky I was because I felt like it's future proof. This footage that I'm making is future proof because in 30, 40, 50 years time, people look back at this stuff that I'm filming with him. And they'll watch it like I watch Muhammad Ali footage. Yeah, and I yeah. like I thought, like for me, it's such a privilege to to be in, to be in a position to be able to do that. Do you know what I mean? Because I thought this is just this, it, and especially if he wins those belts back um, and gets those belts back together, I think you know, I'm, I'm just so fucking lucky to be able to be able to yeah. just see a little small part of that. Brilliant. And when he gets those fucking belts back from a uh, from Wild, I'm big and he's got to fight AJ as well. He's got to fight AJ. He's got to fight AJ, no question. As much as I love AJ, and my missus obviously loves AJ, but um, and who doesn't love it? I love AJ. Who doesn't love AJ? But still, I don't think his boxing caliber is anywhere near Tyson's. He's another level, isn't it? Tyson's another level. You watched... Uh, well, I was lucky enough to watch um, AJ's last fight. I literally just yeah. just got home from um, Amsterdam with the missus for her birthday. We just got in, and I was like, I'll fucking put the fight on. She's like, yeah, my yeah, birthday. Yeah. I went, shut <laughs> sh- 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 your mouth and put the boxing on. Um, and I thought he boxed very well in that fight, but... <laughs> Everyone was blowing smoke up his ass again, saying that. But at the end of the day, he was fighting a bloke that put on weight that didn't need to put on weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And blew, yeah. basically blew his shot. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, as I'm good sure. as AJ is, he still he, he hasn't had that many pro fights, and he hasn't had uh-huh. he didn't have that many amateur fights either. So he's uh-huh. still relatively new for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boxing, yeah. Boxing words. And yeah. Tyson is, uh, well, he's grown up and he, that's all that, that's all they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get a name like Tyson Fury and not be a fucking fighter. Well, he's a, in, in his own words, he's a, he's a thoroughbred boxer. You know, he's, he's been bred as, as, he was bred as, to me, the, the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. And John, John, his dad told me an amazing story about him being born premature. Um, and 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 now he was it was the size of a half a bag of sugar, yeah. and uh, doctors were saying you know he's never going to last, he's going to die. Um, you need to get start thinking about the fact that he might not survive. And John was very adamant and uh, telling the doctors this guy he is going to live, he is going to survive, he's going to grow to be six foot nine, he's going to grow to be twenty stone, and he's going to grow to be the heavyweight champion of the world. And I'm going to call him Tyson after the current heavyweight champion of the world. And that's what he said, and, and that's what he said to the doctors. So, and, and, and John's telling you the story, and, and Tyson was uh, sparring in the background, and um, I, I was just like, I was blown away. I was like, wow, yeah, that's a story, man. Yeah, 
That's a fucking that star. That is a star. Genuinely, he's the Gypsy King. That, and if you're a Gypsy King, you're the toughest, aren't you? You're the hardest of the lads. So, yeah, he, he is what he is. Immense. <laughs> and he's just a fucking brilliant yeah. ambassador now for, for mental health and things like that. And I, and I think because of... <clears throat> I think because of his family background has sort of stopped him from getting the accolades that he should have got at the um, sports personality and things like that. Right, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've said this time and time again, not knocking some of the winners, but yeah. some of the winners you're like for a pun, I've never heard of you. So how are you a sports personality? Yeah. And two... You ain't got no personality. And, and, and there's one thing Tyson does have his personality, right? Exactly. He's got a fucking bag full and of it. Um, so, I, yeah. I remember being back, it must have been 2006, maybe seven, when um, it was between Ricky Hatton and Joe Calzaghe to win the sports personality. And yeah. Joe won it. And, yeah. To this day, I believe Joe only won that sports personality because Hatton lost to Mayweather the night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. no offence to Joe, Joe was a fantastic, fantastic personality, but he didn't have the backing or the following of what Ricky had. No. So Ricky Hatton would take like 35,000 screaming Brits to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been sliding into Ricky Atten's DMs. I'm still waiting for him to reply. I'm like, oh, Mate, my he's, he's left you on the scene, I'd say. I, I, yeah. I, uh, Tyson trained at Ricky's uh, gym quite a bit when we were in Manchester filming him, and um, he came in occasionally to Ricky. He's a fucking awesome, awesome guy. Yeah. So I hope, I hope you do get him on because he's, he'd be mad interesting to talk to. He's yeah, been yeah. it all, hasn't he? Yeah, for the sole reason of why I started this podcast was yeah. to obviously, like I said earlier, to get myself out of my um, depression rut, to have someone like Tyson or Ricky, because Ricky suffered really badly with depression after his loss to uh, Mayweather and then, yeah. then Pacquiao. And yeah. Yeah. I, I just believe that fighters in general and... and uh, top athletes have that mindset to readjust and reset themselves yeah. and especially fighters I think yeah. and I've interviewed a number of fighters now um, well I'm quite lucky and and the, what, the reason why I say I'm lucky is my brother uh, Darren works for a restaurant called the Beefy Boys in Hereford which is yeah. one of the best burgers you'll Ever taste? If I'm you're ever in Hereford, go there. Man, I need ask with Darren; he will hook you up. I'm going. Um, I'm going. I, I love burgers, man. The burgers are my favourite meal, so I'm in there. I'm yeah, in there. The, the the beefy boys. I think I'm not sure where they got ranked this year, but a couple of years ago they were ranked number one in the world. Oh shit! They right. are. That's they good. are. To to quote the Welsh, they are lush. Um, yeah, lush, man. I can't remember where I was going. <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, thanks to my brother working at the Beefy Boys, he's he's in good 
um, communications with a, a number of the Welsh fighters, the yes. likes of Jack York, um, Mason Jones, uh, Jack Marshman, that sort of those, those yeah. sort of guys. So yeah. I've been lucky enough to get Jack on on the show, Very and and, and Mason Jones, who is uh, another up and coming fighter, who actually got guest of the year for the for the Grand Zero podcast. Amazing. Right, Mason was phenomenal. In mind, similar to how we're talking now, well, I've never met you and I never met Mason before. I had a conversation with Mason. It was a proper Joe Rogan experience podcast, yeah. put it that yeah, way. Yeah, 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 it yeah, was yeah. three and a half hours long. Oh my gosh. Wow. I had, wow. to, I, had to, I had to split it down into two parts because the way yeah, I yeah, upload yeah. it, I upload onto, onto a format called Podbean. I need to find a new format, I think. Because it will only go to 90 minutes and then you have to um, stop and then start, start, start again. again. Uh, uh, I, like, I, like the, I like that long form thing, though. It's good. It's good. It's what we need more of a bit more in depth like, chat. And yeah. It's interesting. I like it. Like most, most of my podcasts between hour, hour and a half, which is good. Sometimes yeah. you're, you're in a flow and you're like, oh, I could go for. For hours here, <laughs> I could talk about anything, and that's why I love um, doing this now. Yeah. I get to chat to um, people I've never, I've never dreamed of chatting with, and yeah, um, awesome. one of them, um, I spoke, I spoke about her uh, on the last podcast as well with um, with yeah. Rob um, was Liz Carmouche, who I don't know if you've heard of Liz. Um, oh, she is a former US Marine. She's officially the first ever woman to set foot in the UFC octagon. Oh, she, wow. She fought Ronda Rousey for the title, and obviously she came out first, so she, technically she was the first woman in there. Um, the title. And and I, I, I watched that fight. Unfortunately, she lost, but I watched that fight with a load of US Marines while I was in Bastion. Yeah. And it was just... And then, then to be able to, in, yeah, you know, I say interview. It's not an interview. I, I prefer to have it as a chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. Well, have an informal chat with 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 her was was just brilliant. And then I bet it was. It, it's it's, quite, historic, been, it's quite a historic thing, isn't it? I mean, it's quite interesting. I was, and, and we do this a little. We cover it a little bit on um, on SSU Dares Winter thing. You know the the sort of whole man woman boxing thing and yeah. And, and, and I wonder, you know, I do wonder to myself, will there be ever a time where we do see sort of mixed MMA and mixed sexual uh, MMA? Do you know what I mean? Will, will there be a time when we have men versus women in there and stuff? Because I, mean, I, I, I can see it sort of happening. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it could, it could 100%. But I think it'd be difficult, but I, but I could it'd see It'd be very difficult because obviously. We we saw discussions the other, the other week with um, just the physiological differences between yeah, yeah. blokes and chicks. So I know you get the the freaks of nature that some of these CrossFit uh, chicks and that that are fucking built like houses, yeah. and and, uh, and obviously you you get some freaks of nature like uh, like a Chris Cyborg in in the in Bellator who could quite easily beat a lot of men yeah, but, yeah, then, yeah. but then you think 
if she was at her level and then goes into the male division and fights one of the top ranked men, yeah, 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 would she do as well? It's like, well, that's the question. So that's the question, isn't it? Would they? Would they? Would they? And that I think I don't know. It be it would be interesting to see. I could, and I, and I think the the women would definitely like a shot at that. I think, I think the women would prefer the shot than, than the blokes. And exactly. We, we, exactly. we did. I discussed it with um, with Mark, or should I say Sybil. Yeah. Um, oh, did you? Yeah. Because um, uh, Mark came on, on the show. Did he? He's a good guy. What a top-class guy he is, isn't he? Yeah. Awesome. awesome, mate. Awesome. Yeah. Um, my missus kept saying, oh, you got a new boyfriend? I went, yeah, he's brilliant. <laughs> He's got um, it all. <laughs> but yeah, we were. Yeah. Where were we going with it? Um, uh, oh, we're talking about the milling. Yeah. And and how hard it how hard it is for what we would say for the for the males is well, if I was doing it with a chick, that sounded wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, in my head, because I was always brought up, I, I'm not going to punch a girl in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you have to try and put it in your head that that's the enemy and you have to hit the girl in the face. You've been yeah. told to hit the girl in the face, hit the girl in the face. Yeah. Um, but it's just after that, it's like, did I win because I'm fighting a woman or did I win because I'm just better? And, yeah, 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 yeah. And Mark was actually saying that when he was getting ready to do his million. He was trying to get himself psyched up um, by thinking about all the uh, homophobic slurs that he's had thrown at him, all the hate, things yeah. like that. And he's yeah. working himself up and then they pair him up, up, up against the other gay contestant. And he's like, well, I can't really use any of that now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shit. And oh, yeah, I, yeah, we, 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 we had a good, good old chat um, when Mark was on. But one thing I, I, I said to him, I was like, they, they jacked out on you. That's another term for you. Jacked out. Yeah, go on. They jacked out on him in the fact that, and the, I think it was the same with uh, number AC. Because they were the tallest and the best, they obviously had him at the back. Yeah. And I was like, jacked out on you because you you were fucked. I, I was like, I reckon you could have gone further yeah. if you hadn't have been. Because then he told us that they obviously did that whole task like four or five times where we only see it a couple of times on, on the yeah, TV yeah, yeah. and he was yeah. like we were we were properly fucked and I was like yeah, yeah I didn't tell let me just tell you, these recruits, like, I don't know, I've got, un, I tell you, I've got utmost respect for the recruits, but sometimes you do say stuff like, oh, we had to do it five times, we had to stand there for eight hours, and, and it's, if you always do a little bit of an exact, it's like, you didn't, it wasn't eight hours stood in the fucking water, you know, you were in there, you were probably in there ten minutes. It probably felt like eight hours, because I'm sure it, must, it definitely felt like it. But it wasn't, yeah. So I mean, I can I would never, I would never say that to them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ping it. I'll ping it through a message and say you lied to me. You said you did it five times. You did. You did. You did. You did, you did one rep and failed. Yeah, I know. What we did, what we did do, so we get very upset if things are. If, I mean, they get very upset when things are cut out of the program. But you know, we've yeah. got like. 48 minutes to get, especially at the beginning of a series, we've got like 48 yeah, yeah. minutes to get through 28, 25 recruits, 
plus 4DS, 5DS and a mole um, and all the other stuff that you've got to sort of cram into that 48 minutes to explain the series and what it is and then it's difficult then when, when people are saying oh we, we, we don't see all the tasks because there just simply isn't enough time you know what I mean yeah, and it, it's, a, it's a pain a lot of people this, this year have been saying oh we need to do more episodes and stuff like that but, but then you don't want to you don't want to dilute it too much you want it to be yeah. strong and concentrated you know what I mean so it's a really fine hard you, balance you want, what you do you want the um, you want the, you trying to get me words out here yeah. you want it so that you actually want to watch another yeah, one yeah, yeah yeah you don't want to be sick of it do you y- yeah you don't want to be like oh well like I could see some of the argument with it where you like Oh, I could do it another episode now. That could have done with another episode. But when it when it's done, you're like, oh, I can't wait for the next series. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're excited then for when yeah, yeah. Oh, even if it is the celebrity one, if you're going to do that, I don't know. Um, <laughs> if there's if it, if it pops up, SES who dares win celebrity special or, or yeah. one of the PS puts a picture up with all the celebrities with their faces already blacked out, and you're like, ooh, oh, what's this? What's going on? We've we've filmed, we've filmed, we've already filmed the celebrity special, so that's that's going to be on. Fuck knows when that's going to be on. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be around Easter time, I suppose. Isn't it usually around uh, like the stand up to cancer and things like that? Yeah, but I don't think I don't think, as far as I'm aware, it's not part of stand up for cancer this year. So it's just a standalone thing. So uh, oh, yeah, Channel right. Four, Channel Four gave it its own sort of series without the sort of charity bit. I mean, it's just cool. I think it's always, obviously, it's always nice to represent something as cool as stand up for yeah, cancer. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but still, just just the fact that he's been asked to back, come back for a second series is awesome. Um, so yeah, it's massive. I, I, I do. I do. I As much as I was a bit poo pooing it when I first yeah. saw the, um, the the first the first one, when I actually started watching it, and you realise that yeah that. They're actual humans, these celebrities. They're not celebrities as yeah, such. Yeah, yeah. Like watching, yeah. Um, yeah. watching Wayne Bridge go from being a pro- professional football player to then you realise that all these demons that he's fighting and you're like, yeah. oh, fucking hell. Yeah. And yeah. then even even Victoria Pedalton, that she puts herself in that much fucking pressure yeah. because she wants to win. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. always, yeah, it was yeah. like, fucking hell. Well, mate, obviously, this, then, this, the, next series, the next series will be fucking. You're gonna be mind blown. It was, it's, it's just amazing. It's gonna be so, it's gonna be so good. Can't wait, can't wait. I also really enjoy watching celebrities get fucked over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah. I'm actually. He's actually a bit of my guilty pleasure. Is um, yeah, yeah. Sam Thompson. So watching Sam Thompson, watching him, because you can tell that he's just a schoolboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's back chatting with Ant, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. he keep going, keep back chatting. Yeah, some balls doing that. I, I, I had full, I had full respect for Sam Thompson. I think he's a wonderful, wonderful guy. But he, um, he was fucking. I don't know what was up. He was just getting like, shut up, stop what you're saying, like what are you doing. Yeah, he was brilliant. <laughs> he's such a good guy, man. He's hilarious. Yeah. Fucking funny. Um, yeah, I, I love I love this I love the celeb version. So yeah, I hope you enjoy it. It'd be uh, it'd be good to see it back. I can't believe that this series is nearly finished, man. Can't believe it. Oh, no. Like it's the final one on Sunday. It'll be gutted, mate. It'll be gutted. <laughs> I 
Series series four, both good football players. I know they enjoy it. I'm fucking terrible at football. I play a bit of <laughs> but I cannot I cannot play I I used to think I could play football but I was shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible.
the charity football game and stuff? What are you wanting to do with uh, with the podcast and stuff? How's it all going? How many people are, are sort of hearing it and seeing it? And, and stuff? Um, to be fair, I, we've had over four thousand listens or downloads, which yeah. I, I, I'm fuck it. I'm I'm chuffed with. I was well. Man, that's awesome. I know. Um, I know there's a few other uh, sort of military-style podcasts out there that have had, obviously, more. Um, but like, I've always said that's not why I started doing it. I'm not yeah. I'm not doing it to get fucking famous. I'm not doing it to be the next Joe Rogan. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'd be quite happy just doing this myself and having my mate Chris back home listening to it. Um, but <laughs> Does Chris listen to it, the way it's um, The way it's sort of... Uh, sort of increased in in um, the the amount of followers that I have um, and the, the amount of downloads. It just seems to be going up and up, and um, and it does help when you have the likes of um, uh, like McDojo yesterday, um, yeah. Rob Ingram, obviously cause he's got quite a big following. Yeah. Uh, the likes of Brad Pickett. Um, yeah. And, and 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 the ones that I like to call the blue tick brigade. If you get some of those on, and they and they put a little um, yeah, yeah, tweet yeah. out or or an Insta story share or anything like that, it, it fucking all helps. And yeah, yeah, I bet. And it's just, it's to be fair, I'm just, I'm just fucking a fanboy who's happy to have anyone on, but it's weird yeah, yeah, to yeah. talk to me. And yeah. we've had it. We've had one or two that haven't been aired because.